0: Welcome to Angry Fans, your favorite podcast for letting off steam about sports. Guys, this is episode 10 of season one of Angry Fans. I'm Scotty. I'm glad to be here. I'm joined by, as always, Turner. What's up, guys? And this week, we have our special guest, El Presidente, Jake. Let's get it going. Uh, Steve, we don't know where he is. But we're going to try to connect with him at some point during this episode. He is doing a cool minor league hockey tour thing that he always does. And the Super Bowl. We'll make some predictions. Talk about the game matchups. And then we will also, as always, at the end of the episode, make a donation to charity. We'll tell you about that when that comes up. We might even have an edition of What Would Taylor Do?, First, let's talk All Star Games. I give you facts. <laughs> they don't give they me facts. What facts? They are fucking what facts? facts. What facts? Fuck you. What facts? Fuck, Fuck you. you. You guys are really hot on this, so let's let's
1: begin with you, Turner. The, the world is hot on this because it's an opportunity to talk about something that needs to change. You know, I I don't know how you guys feel about these things, but it's it's mostly just like. Great. Now I have a week of not watching sports because they're just playing these useless games that aren't fun to watch.
0: I, I, when I grew up, I remember them being something of importance. I could be wrong. Uh, it has more spectacle. Baseball all-star game. The right. baseball all-star game was always, I never
2: missed it. It's more competitive it, of any of the that, games. Yeah, that one probably has the least like risk to the players right. of any right. of the right. sports okay, where someone's enough. playing it.
0: Right. In the Pro Bowl, even I do remember watching it as a kid. Right, you know they had their uh, uniforms from the different conferences, and then they would wear the helmet of yeah. the team. I like that. It was kind of fun. They were in Hawaii, but over the years, it just it they stopped playing football. First of all, right, <laughs> that was t- well, what, a, what, 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 what am, am turned I it watching into a now? A
1: flag football game, which yeah. I which I like. That's I think that's okay. still a competitive way to play, where you're not trying too hard to get injured, which is obviously the main. Issue here, although with the NFL, it's at the end of the season. I think go hard.
2: The the NFL is one I think is the placement of the game is the problem because yes. you have got guys, you don't get all the best players because some are playing the next week in the Super Bowl, and then you have the guys who are the replacements for them that I don't want to go. So right. you got Josh Allen doesn't want to show up because he was a sub and all this stuff that you're just not getting the the players there and what it's you want to do. I think the NBA, the NHL, have it figured out where the they show up with the players. You get to see them a little more casual. You get all the good players together. They have a couple skills competitions, and that's a lot more fun to watch than a fake football game. Right, right. Well, and my thing about what you just said is true. Why why aren't they
1: doing it? I get it. We'd add a year or a week to the, to the season, but NFL could take a lot of advantage of this to make it more of a spectacle, to have it in week 12, to give people some time off and to put your best players in the game so that it's actually something people want to watch. Do you really think that the Players Association is going to go for that? To play the game in the middle of the season? But that's the thing. The whole purpose of these games is not to get hurt, so it doesn't matter when you play it. I'm not going to get hurt. That's the whole purpose of these things. The idea is it's an honor for me to go. I want to go on a cool trip where I get to represent the NFL. That's another thing I'd get into. These games, if we're going to have them, they should be hosting them in places that don't have that team. If we're having a Pro Bowl, they are. It's in it that was Hawaii. And they're doing it in Orlando this year. But like the, the MLB games, the NHL, the NBA, go to a city that doesn't have one of your teams and, like, Give give your fans an experience that they don't normally get to have. Hell, if you really want to think outside the box, they should
0: put these games in little countries that don't know anything about football. Because <laughs> you know what they do? with So when they uh, produce the T-shirts and sweatshirts and right. hats yeah. for the championship games, yeah. like the Ravens and Lions could have been in the Super Bowl. But they're not going to be in the Super Bowl. So we did a story on the air this week about... What they do with the clothing, right? And what the NFL does with it is they take it deep into small countries that don't know anything about the NFL. I'm right. not joking, right? That's and drop
2: it off and give it up lot for of, free. A lot of <laughs> sub African countries in the '90s like, with Bills fans because they think they're four in a row, right? Honestly, there's a there's a
1: really good market somewhere where you can go into one of these countries and like bring some money, give them something. But you could get a whole gang of that stuff and, and you you'd be a cool person in the in the fashion world if you right. had all those shirts that, that oh, yeah. don't exist yeah I just think it's funny you could be on vacation
0: in one of these paradise places <laughs> and then you're in the downtown area and you just like walk around and there's all these people wearing NFL gear like <laughs> where do all these bills fans come from? Why are there so many lions and Ravens yeah. fans
1: <laughs> Just just a, a nice box came in on a parachute and dropped out in their village and now I'm a bills fan. That was an aside. I can't remember <laughs> what we were talking about. We were talking about the Pro Bowl, I assume.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I get. I just can't imagine that it being before the end of the season, especially since you can't really decide who's going to be in the Pro Bowl until after the games what have if, been played. What if you just you got you do it, it with every other
1: summer. sport? You, well, you do it with every other sport midway through well, the season. Well, that's true. You, I you, guess you're right you about Collectively that. decide, and I like. I wrote. I went through it. It's. It's a collection for every sport. It's a collection of fan and player and, and coach vote. But the NFL is the only one where it, it doesn't it doesn't matter who voted for who. Most of, like we said, the, the, the best players aren't playing because they're going to play in the Super Bowl. Or they're like, eh, I got better stuff to do. I don't have to play this week. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to travel the world because I'm a rich NFL player.
0: Yeah, I get that point, actually. I, I wasn't thinking of it the way you are, which is the way the NBA and NHL do it. They have it in the middle, of, literally in the middle of the season, and everybody's got to show up. And it provides a break.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, yeah. and yeah. and if you I mean, play touch football that's, or fla- that's or if
2: valuable you, in, in yeah. the NFL to get another week of a quasi bye. You know, most yeah. of the team gets it's a nice gets a break, break, break too yeah.
0: for the rest of the league. And every yeah, everybody and, you know, fraternizes and gets together and hangs out. And
2: I think if you look at if you look at the NFL the way it's set up, and they, the owners would really love to go an eighteen game season, but it's hard to do with. Um, the player is getting out there every week. This gives you another week to say, okay, we have 18 games. It's just this. So everybody's eyeballs on this in the middle of the year. You know, maybe you do it week nine right before the playoffs start really starting to get figured out. And then, you know, people aren't paying attention to some of those games. Get the break in, get, get can, everybody together. Can you do that?
1: Here's, I'm just thinking about this as we're going through it. Can you do that without giving teams like two weeks off with their buy? Because I feel like that's going to. It'll obviously be great for some players, but I think the issue is you go two weeks without playing football. You're probably going to be.
2: Didn't we? Didn't we have some? We had some weeks this year that had two people on by, and then some weeks were like six or something. So I think it's always like that. Besides,
0: uh, Roger Goodell arbitrarily decides what happens anyway. For example, remember earlier in the season when the Jaguars got to spend two weeks in London and the Bills had to go over there three days before the football game and they got pummeled in the it's first not, quarter. Not about fair. That's right, what I'm saying. Right, you're right. So it doesn't really matter when they have it. Right. But I, I really doesn't haven't even heard money. people discuss the idea of putting it in the middle of the right. NFL season. Right.
1: Which I think is an interesting thing. Well it used thing. to be like in in Hawaii it used to be cool at the end of the year the players that were good got to go down there they got a really cool experience their family went with them now it's like it's in Orlando I don't want to go to Orlando like what's the point of me coming and I think that all of these games for all of these leagues it should be about the players experience getting to enjoy it getting to spend time with other greats in the well, I league
2: think, I think the NBA does that pretty well you see all the guys out there in the dunk contest cheering on the other guys and last last year um, Mac what was his name Mac McLung. yeah He's, he's in the G League. Yeah. Six foot two, won the, won the dunk contest. Yeah, Everybody's awesome. amping him up. And, and so, I mean, like I want to see him come back this year. They haven't yeah, announced I, it yet. I, I but, think they've got to say they're going to bring him back. Okay. I think
1: they did say. I like, too, they're actually adding with um, Steph Curry, uh, Sabrina Ionescu from the WNBA last year. She set a three point record for their yeah. three point contest. And so this year they're actually going to do a Steph versus Sabrina, which I think okay. is fun too. They're, well, that's cool. That's starting to bring cross in Cross-promoting yeah, the WNBA yeah. with it's
2: the a, NBA. And that's where it's – I mean, you talk about the guys having fun on the court. Like, that's bringing everybody out in a lot of different capacities. It's not just the players. And, and I mean, it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 Also, I think it should be about the fans as much as possible.
0: Sure. It should be. Right. It's not the necessarily experience. always. You know, when they do drafts and things um, – Sometimes it, it seems like, well, what fan input is there into this? It's just they're, they're just arbitrarily deciding who's going to be on which team. And right. It's, it's kind of a, they
2: already have huge egos and get to do whatever they want. <laughs> Can you just
0: give the fans an, in, some input into right. what's happening? Uh, oh, so, then,
2: then we get to pick their positions, too. You know? yeah, that I mean, would be, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Mahomes is now a linebacker. Right. And, oh, I like how oh, this is going. Now this is, these are creative <laughs> ideas.
0: I mean, come on. I like the skills competitions. Because yeah, you see people outside of their, even if they're not football related. To be honest, I right. mean, I could I, I just fun it's things.
2: Hard. I think it's hard on NFL. I mean, so much of the game is you run with the ball in your hands, and right, you yeah. can you know, watch somebody do that. But we went to when the the All Star game for NHL was here in St. Louis a couple of years ago. We went to that and watched some of the skills competition because the game's expensive, yeah. and they they had three guys up in the in the stands launching pucks down onto the ice to see who could get it in the net on the other side of the ice, and the like. Yeah, that was exciting, fun. and that's a way to get fans in who aren't, they aren't going to the whole game. They did yep. that in Vegas, and
1: they were shooting. They were they were like different islands in one of the fountains, and they were shooting oh, yeah. pucks from one island to the other. Like yeah, that's, you don't
2: have to do it in the rink.
1: I I love that. I think I think all of the sports could adopt something like that. But I think you're right, Scotty. It doesn't need to be football. It'd be cool to watch like. There should be an NFL dunk contest. Like, let's yeah. let's literally yeah, just let's go have that. fun. No, make the NF- NFL players shoot pucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now
0: we're, now we're on to something here. Yeah, I mean, oh, I think we fun. have some good ideas here. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to talk about in terms of the All Star games? Did you have something you wanted to vent about?
1: This I is, have I have one thing. Okay, and and you'll you guys will like this because the 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 NFL has this game. And I guess he kind of got an invitation after all is said and done. But if, if Josh Allen was half as media darling as Nick Wright said he was, why does he not get first ballot, come on into our Pro Bowl every year? If everybody loves him as much as we're up. told that they do, why doesn't he get the attention? Because a lot of the media members are the same
0: people who had him as a complete bust coming out of college, and they were wrong, and they still are hurt about it, and they're never going to get over it, so I've just given up trying to convince anyone. Uh, by the way, it was very fun to see Alan <laughs> whip Brady's ass in golf. <laughs> How about that? That's what I'm – Well, that kind of leads me into our next discussion. So let's take a break. And on the other side, we're going to talk about coaches. And then we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. Stay tuned. Boo. Boom. <laughs>
1: this episode of angry fans is sponsored by smashable the store that makes any ill-advised table so easy to smash we only use real bossa wood it's so light there's no chance your table won't be crushed into oblivion by your free fall from the top of a sketchy van or rv We have dining tables, coffee tables, drop-leaf tables, folding tables, even nightstands. They're all easily destroyed as long as you plummet from the proper height.
0: Unapproved by the FDA, Smashable is not liable for broken limbs, bruised ribs, torn cartilage, or teeth
1: ejected from your head. Visit smashable.com to see the world of possibilities for your next highly questionable life decision.
0: All right, we're back. Thank you for tuning in to Angry Fans. Today, it's Scotty. That's me. We also have El Presidente of the St. Louis Bills Mafia, Jake. And, of course, Turner. Steve is gallivanting about the country, watching minor league hockey games. I have one final thing to say about the Sean McDermott thing with the Buffalo Bills. I'm personally, I, I still have not gotten over this, and I don't know that I'm going to get over it anytime soon. I'm really, really, really still upset about the way he coached the game against the Chiefs. It, it's becoming very personal for me and my family. And I'm, not, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm going to be really serious for a second here. My aunt, Brenda, is about to die. And I'm, I, it's, she's going to die, and uh, it's very upsetting for me. She is a lifelong Bills fan. She is a diehard Bills fan. In fact... In the 90s, she started these classes at Ralph Wilson Stadium to teach women about football. Okay. So she was so into it, she got all these women to come and learn about the X's and O's. And, you know, she's always texting me about the games. And anyway, she's, you know, hospitalized. She's had cancer twice. And so when I think about the way that McDermott coached that game and he coached several other games, it makes me mad, and it's, I'm not blaming him for what's happening to my aunt. I'm I'm blaming him for the idea that I'm. I think you know, wow, she's never going to see another Bills game. She's never going to see the Bills win the Super Bowl. I mean, my dad's getting up there. I'm, deep, I'm sure you guys no. have him. But I'm serious about this. It sure. makes me mad that he coaches the throwing games away opportunities. With conservative, his conservative nature, and then he says, think. He said, I saw a quote where he said, We were a whisker away from tying that game. That's what he mm. said. Mm. I don't want give win. a flying
1: fuck
2: about <laughs> tying the game.
0: I want to win it. And if we go into next season with that attitude and he doesn't understand the idea it's, that we're
2: trying to win the Super Bowl, his idea of aggression is Hamlin on a fake punt?
0: Yes. I don't think he gets the word aggression. Right. And sorry to be heavy about it, but no. it is this is something fans deal with. Their family right. members pass away and they don't get to see the Super Bowl. And usually it's for a lot of different reasons like the the front office sucks and they don't have the roster. But in this case, we have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. We have a good roster and the coach we get to the brink and then the coach does that. It really grates on me to no end. I don't know how to get over it. Help me.
2: You're looking to the wrong side
1: here. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I appreciate I appreciate uh, this story because I we can all identify with family members. I, it's, it's tough to watch, guys. I I get what you're saying, and and I know, but what are we going to do about it? But but sit here and 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 say we think that we know better.
0: Well, good thing we started a podcast so we, could talk you we can talk about it. We can be think. angry about it because, you, this, need, you know. You need an outlet. <laughs> exactly. You, know, you can't just <laughs> let that anger
2: stay inside.
0: Right. And it's it sucks. And, it's, again, I don't want to put all this on a, a head coach in the NFL. I don't mean it that way. But you understand what I'm saying, though. We're, we've been waiting and waiting. And this year really looked good. And to his credit, McDermott helped get us from 6-6, six and six, the hole he dug. Right to getting us the two seed. Right. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this actually has to be it. There's no Cincinnati Bengals. The Chiefs aren't as good. You know, the was Ravens are paper Tigers. And then, but it comes down to that moment again,
2: and he it, does the it same. It reminds me a lot of Marvin Lewis, the, yeah. the Bengals coach for 20, 20 years. How long was yeah, he there? Yeah. But that had an incredible amount of stability and a loss in the first round of the playoffs every year. Well, it's, I'd, I'd, look, I went at
1: Tomlin earlier on the, on one of the early episodes. I, that's great that you can that you can get to the playoffs every year and that you can win one game in the playoffs every year. But if you know, if I wanted to be the Cowboys, I would move to Dallas. <laughs> yeah, like I just I don't. People are and, and Pittsburgh sticks up for it. Clearly, there are people in Buffalo that are upset like we are, but there are also people that are sticking up for McDermott. But at some point, you got to realize he can only get us so far and the people that are making the decisions to move on are are advancing there to like what what else can we do to get better you know we're at the end of the cap what do you do
0: we don't have any control over the way he thinks but I, it just drives me crazy i i actually wish that josh would take a little bit more of the reins and just kind of say right. to the coach coach look my 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 your my career is, is why yeah. it's, it's continuing. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And the, we've had several of these situations where you decide to kick a field goal instead of giving me the ball. You know what? I'm taking the ball. Right. Put the special teams right. on the sideline. Yeah. Give me the ball. Right. I would like to see that from him. A hundred percent. And I think he could have done it in this situation, and I guarantee you, I can't guarantee you, but I bet you <laughs>
1: he would have gotten a first down. Look, and we knew we knew Bass was not a great kicker. So oh, he's been so good, I, but this year he's been up and down. Right. and again, why
0: the the, the kicking, the, making that field goal Put doesn't the ball do anything? Tying player. the game, great, uh, McDermott. We, your defense hasn't stopped Mc- under under two minutes ago. Yeah, we've right. seen that happen under thirteen seconds. Right, right. <laughs> right. They, they would have had a that's minute and a half. The, I'm, I'm going
1: for the win in that. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's what bothers me though that. He doesn't see we watched drain it. out all that time just to just to miss the field goal when all we wanted all we wanted in there at the Shamrock Pub on South Broadway all we wanted was for them to try or not have the idea of maybe tying it if we don't score a touchdown we wanted them to try to win the game and all they did was try not to lose and it it's depressing <laughs>
0: Pangbrief Fans is brought to you by The Shamrock, the oldest pub in St. Louis. It's like 300 years old or something. Just look at the pictures behind the bar. Those guys probably came in on steamboats. They probably drank whiskey with Lewis and Clark. They probably smashed tables with Mark Twain. Anyway, at The Shamrock, you'll be slamming pictures of beer with no regard for the Instagram photo about to ruin your life. If the doors are padlocked, just ring Patty. You're always at home at the Shamrock. So, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. How do you guys see this? Uh, Chiefs, 49ers.
2: Reminds me a little bit a couple years ago when the the Pats beat the the Rams. 13 to three. And I was up. You don't need to bring that up. I was, I didn't want to watch it, but I was out with people after a wedding and I was just staring at any blank wall around (laughs) that I could. And so I think that's, what's going to be happening to me on Sunday is just trying not to watch it. Even though I have a strong interest in one team losing, I don't think I can handle it if uh, the chiefs win, but I do think, I think that the Niners have a better team. It's going to Come down to a little bit of coaching, and the Chiefs are always going to be close, but I'd say Niners by six, 24-18. 20, I wrote one down. Um, but the tr-
1: the truth is, I said this a little earlier. I don't know if we were recording yet, but I said it. The, the Chiefs have beaten the better team three te- three times now. I, I don't know if we call Miami the better team. They've been pretty shit down the stretch. It's hard for me to see the Niners winning without them playing, like I said, a complete game. They need... They need all those good players that they have, a whole team, a whole roster full of above-average players. They all need to play that well because the Chiefs don't make mis- there's some mistakes, but they don't make a ton of mistakes. And if if you're at the end of the game and you're giving the Chiefs an opportunity, it's not going to go well for you. Um, that being said, the Chiefs are like 28th, I think, this year in yards per carry uh, for running backs. Mm-hmm. And Christian McCaffrey is the best in the league. Yep. That's and true. You're talking I,
0: about on defense.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the yeah, the, the, Chiefs, the defense. Chiefs defense. And
2: they lost the critical piece.
1: Right. And so I think that I think that's gonna be the matchup difference. I think Christian McCaffrey's gonna have to be the dude. Um and and I see the Niners twenty four twenty. Okay.
0: So the biggest problem I have is I really don't give a flying fuck about the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> but <laughs> It's hard for me because I've watched the 49ers fall behind to the Packers and the Lions, and they ended up winning, but against the Chiefs, that is not a good idea. Do not fall behind early in the game, especially like 17 points like they did. The other thing is the quarterbacks. He is so irrelevant to me that I keep forgetting his name, and I was thinking actually today, I was like, what is his name? And I kept thinking Elvis Gerbach. Do you remember Elvis Gerbach? No. He no. was a quarterback That's for the point. <laughs> he was a quarterback for the 49ers. I'm sure there is someone listening right now but who's like. Did he like, make oh, it to yeah. a Super Bowl? No. But he was a 49ers quarterback, and this reminds me, uh, Brock Purdy <laughs> reminds me of somebody like Elvis Gerbach, who was actually not bad, but he was a backup-ish quarterback. And I don't think Brock Purdy's Brock, in that category. Yeah. He's no, he's no, played no for a whole on, year and he's been
2: on. good. Go I'm get him, not, Brock.
0: Hang on. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a backup, but I am saying that he ain't Patrick Mahomes.
1: Sure. But and he's not even close. Sure. But so, neither are the team's rosters. I've got this all written down because I don't think it's, I don't, I hate that this is what's going on. We're polarized by the fact that the quarterback isn't a top seven pick or isn't Showing that he's Tom Brady and, and and that's the thing it's gonna be a game where he's a game manager If there's a, ever been one and he's good at it If you watch that game last week bro stood there as the rush was coming at him He did not move he threw the ball and then got hit like that's what you want in a quarterback. He's stoic back there I don't appreciate the, the been. like Cam Newton's like he's not the 10th best guy on the team. That's bullshit it Is the toughest position to play on the team, how are you going to say he's not talented, but he's playing the, the toughest position on the field? Yeah, it's not a I give him his flowers, but here's the problem.
0: A, we've seen it before. The referees love mm-hmm. the Chiefs, and they and Mahomes whines a lot, and this year he whined to the point where the referees, maybe they'll like start throwing flags against him in the Super Bowl. God. I don't know. Please, God. But more importantly, again, this also is related to the referees, the Chiefs, during the playoffs, hold on right. every they single play. They called a couple of screens that time on defense too. Every play, they overhold on every play because they know the refs won't throw a flag. And in the Super Bowl, they damn sure, last year, didn't throw a flag until the last two minutes. The only holding penalty in the whole game. And it was on the Eagles, not the Chiefs. <laughs> so, this frightens me. So, Elvis Gerbach can, you know, play his mind lights out. You know what I'm saying? And they still might hold every play, and it'll be difficult for him to complete passes to his receivers. I think it'll come down to the 49ers getting a lead and being able to run, playing smart. They got to open up the run. run. Then that holding on the
2: defensive side won't matter. Give 23 the ball a lot. He is. I think he's ready for it. I do. Yeah, I I think this is this is what
1: he he spent so many years in Carolina being. Uh, this amazing guy that didn't go anywhere, play any meaningful games. This is a chance. It, I'm going it's all three of them. 30-27. That much? Ooh. Uh, Ooh I don't sh- know. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, He's was, not picking one. The like, score is 30-27. 27 all until the last field goal, Who's, which could be yeah. either. Who's I don't know. It? I don't Who's know. It? it? depends on these uh, scenarios. I mean, I, would, I think the Chiefs are going to be off, awfully hard to beat. With the Taylor Swift thing going on, Ooh. Kelsey yeah. is hard to stop.
1: I mean, I'm just saying, I, they just find a way. Right. I, I hate no, it. But. They've got they've got good chemistry, and it sucks because uh, Mahomes and he had a couple of absolutely fantastic plays last week, and it was it's like, God damn it, I hate to watch that. All right, I'm changing my pick. 37 nothing 49ers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's there go. it is. Yes. Shut them down. <laughs> All right, so I think we have a sponsor that wants to weigh in here. Introducing Silent Rage Hoodie, your ultimate outlet for frustration. With its cutting-edge, sound-dampening lining, you can unleash your fury in total privacy. Unleash the fury! Let Silent Rage absorb your screams, keeping your outbursts completely confidential. Keep your meltdowns on lockdown with Silent Rage Hoodie, where your screams stay secret.
2: What would Taylor do? What would Taylor do?
0: I think it's time for uh, an edition of What Would Taylor Do? That's what the sounder just said. So, (laughs) after the loss by the Bills, uh, I've gotten a lot of flack...
1: They lost because you know right right anyway um cbs is secretly rooting for someone to hit the upright in the super bowl because two cbs sports executives at last year's super bowl were sitting right behind the uprights when harrison butker lined up for a 42 yard field goal attempt in the first quarter it hit the upright and they said they both had a simultaneous epiphany and thought aha we're going to put cameras in the uprights. So they have put cameras inside the uprights at Allegiant Stadium. So they're going to have unprecedented angles of field goals and extra points. And they're calling it the doink camera. That's the official name. Okay. <laughs> well, how do you feel about here's, it? Here's the, hey, here's, I'm the one who suffered from the doink. I got a double doink. He got a double doink. Guy hit that, the upright and the crossbar. Wasn't bar. that his name? Something like doink? Cody Parkey. It is it's <laughs> oh, his <yeah>. name now. <laughs> oh, I
2: it's it no, Cody, doink- Cody
1: Doinky now. <laughs> I, I don't care. That's the problem. It's uh, all
0: the caring is gone. They've broken you. I couldn't you. care less.
1: Oh, man.
0: I could not care less. That's the actual phrase, not I could care less. People right. always say I could care. Mm-hmm. No, I couldn't. Any could. less. So, <sighs> doink cameras, whatever.
1: They broke him. They yeah. broke his spirit.
0: <laughs> it has challenged me as a fan. So, my question here is, what would Taylor do is, if you're a fan of a team and you lose again in a fashion that people love to already
2: berate you about, like wide right, uh, how should you respond? For me, I, I try to go back into to pull out some history, bring in some things that I can, you know, show that I've paid attention for a long time. But but this this uh, Taylor I'm thinking of is a newer fan and <laughs> yeah. can't can't rely on being there for a long time, so. She is going to get sad, eat a lot of ice cream, not really, not not have it. I think this is a speechless moment, just getting out of there. You can't figure out. You're dealing with a lot of emotions, a little bit of depression. See? I mean, I I think that's pretty good advice. I I
0: feel like I've sort of done a little bit of that, like withdrawn from society. (laughs) (laughs)
1: After the (laughs) term But... No, I like that. Okay. I, I think I think honestly, if I if if I was thinking about it the way someone named Taylor would, you know, I'd probably just take that take that uh, that Bills jersey off in this instance, your story. I think in my instance I would take the the Chiefs jersey off and there I would be proudly wearing my, my Philadelphia Eagles jersey <laughs> because I'm no longer That's a fan of them, yeah. them losers and I, I can look back on, on the teams that I used to love. Yeah, You can't say shit to me if I'm not supporting them anymore. That's true. Okay, here's a follow-up question.
0: Kind of the flip of it is you win the Super Bowl. Your team wins the Super Bowl. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know if I'm ever (laughs) going to know what it feels like. Don't say that. But, let's say the Bills win the Super Bowl sometime, and then how do you deal with that as a fan? After so long, do you Gloat? Do you put it in other people's faces? Do you, I don't know. How do you, I, I don't even know how I might celebrate.
1: Beers. What would Taylor do? <laughs> more beers. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, I'm sorry, I was thinking of myself. <laughs> <laughs> what, would, what would Jake do? <laughs> I know what Taylor would do. Okay. I'm, I know I'm ready. what Taylor would do. She would throw the biggest party that she could ever throw and invite all the people that were probably not even fans. And it would just be a big old party for a team that nobody really cared about. I would invite Lions
0: fans to the party so they could enjoy it. You know, sure, they haven't oh, yeah. won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Free
1: booze, uh, Cleveland Browns. Come on down.
0: Yeah, Cleveland Browns. I mean, they yeah. won a championship uh, 80 years ago, but I don't think they've won a Super uh, look, Bowl. Look, if your no? team
1: was in the actually, if your team was in the playoffs, I'm inviting you to come on down to my my party that I'm throwing Falcons, to celebrate the win. Falcons
0: fans, oof, any team that Falcons. hasn't won the Super Bowl, yeah.
1: I'd be like, jump on our bandwagon
0: because you know what. When the St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup, I jumped on that bandwagon oh, sure. before it happened. Before yeah. it happened, like, but I, what I was doing was I was projecting my Sabres fandom into right. the Blues because right. we, like the Blues, hadn't won the Stanley Cup. And I went all in, and I was like, I- I'm supporting this team. And this was in March, way before right. they made the playoffs and won the Stanley Cup. But I was just thinking, because I just moved to St. Louis, I'm going to go in on this because yeah. I know what it's like. I, the it Sabres still good. haven't won a Stanley Cup, but I got to share a little bit of the joy, right. and that's what I would do. That,
2: that's Sharing what I think the Taylor joy. would do. It, oh. I think she's <laughs> going to jump in that parade. She's, oh, she's yeah. going to be riding down one of those dump trucks, chugging beers. She
1: wished she had a dump truck.
2: <laughs> All right, I guess
1: that will wrap up that
0: (laughs) segment. Now it's time for...
1: Jesus H. Christ!
0: You're shitting me with Buffalo Steve.
1: Are you shitting me?
0: Well, you, you recognize the voice there, Buffalo Steve, but he's not with us. We got a text just now. Steve is in Rockford, Illinois, watching minor league hockey, and he says... We're at the bar. It's too loud. Everyone is talking to us. Being back in town, not sure I can call. Speak well of me.
1: Uh, Mm.
0: He's blowing us off.
1: He just blew us He is blowing us
2: off. You you took (laughs) one from a parking lot at a bar?
1: Yeah. And we had to wait 10 minutes? I had to get out of the car later? I mean, guys. That's right. He got out in the parking lot and talked to us. So now we're going to talk about Steve.
0: So his birthday was last week. And we had a little shindig at the Shamrock Pub, <laughs> our favorite watering hole, a sponsor of Angry Fans. And Steve decided, after a, you know a few cocktails, to get up on top of the bar, and then look down on the table that was laid out in front of him, that had a uh, tablecloth on it, mm. so you couldn't see the table.
1: Right. And it was he started five feet away from where he was
0: standing too. And he started clearing things off from near his feet and i'm like stave do not jump do not you are not of the age with which you can withstand jumping onto a table like some 21 year old bills fan
1: those are wood-like dining tables yeah, in a restaurant, too. That wasn't a pre-planned event. He did not order from Smashable, another sponsor,
0: <laughs> where we have the balsa wood tables that are so easy to smash. We have dining tables, coffee tables, drop-leaf tables, folding tables, even nightstands. I was like, Steve, please don't do this. And I did not realize, thankfully, the tables, it was multiple tables. Ah. So there was one small one, and then it was attached to another one. So when Steve, against my wishes and the wishes of his partner and the wishes of everyone else in the bar, jumped, he landed right between the two tables. But his head smashed in between the two tables. (laughs) So if that would have been one table, his brain would have broke.
2: Maybe maybe smarter than you think. (laughs) He He knew that was there. Oh, he knew that was there. Is he not okay? Yeah, he could have some
1: CTE
0: things going on. It's hard to tell with Buffalo Steve whether he's fucked up or not in
1: the brain. That's you know what I'm true. saying? Right. Like, From he the he normally
0: acts a little off. So,
1: in the best way, love you, Steve. Oh, of course. Yeah,
0: he said, "Speak well of me." Well, we, right. You know, it's right. too bad well, if he had gone out in the parking lot and did a, f- a phone call with us, we would have sp- spoken better. Just needed five minutes, Steve. Yeah. As always, at the end of every single Angry Fans episode, we open our hearts and our wallets to a cause. And this week, since we have Jake with us, Jake, do you want to pick one?
2: Yeah, um, so I was thinking about it a little bit last week, really needed to take my mind off of football. I uh, happened to be in New Orleans, great place to do that. But there's a lot of live music, and I went and saw an old friend of mine who was playing just for tips, nothing at the door. We threw a bunch of money in there, just drinking with the guys, but so I'm going to send her some more money because uh, while we were there, she let me play the washboard. I think it was a really great coping mechanism for me because it was on Sunday. We went and watched the, the games later in the day, none of the teams I wanted to won, one, but I, you know, so I'm thinking of that Sunday. I'm not thinking about football and I'm thinking about playing the washboard. So uh, Galia Volt, we're going to, she plays the blues music too, so that's great for, uh, you know, how I feel. That's great. Yeah. It's G-H-A-L-I-A,
0: Volt. Like yeah.
2: Sunvolt. Yeah, she's she's great. She's from Belgium. Um, I met her like 10 years ago uh, when she was here playing music. But she she's from Belgium, moved to New Orleans to play ble- blues music and travels around, does that. I was doing a one-woman band show for a while where she was playing all the instruments and, you know, oh, fantastic. I love, that. So, I love that. Get your that's mind awesome. off football and. Check her out. I think we'll have to play some Gallia Volt out of this
0: episode. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for episode 10 Woo. of season one of Angry Fans. Thanks to Jake for coming in the studio for this particular moment and Turner for showing up as always. And for Buffalo Steve, we are thankful that your head wasn't broken. <laughs> Hit us up on Instagram. That is Angry Fans Pod. And we'll talk to you
1: soon. Back my suitcase Finished a specialty I was drinking